Welcome to AD4K Podcast, um, a very special one today because we have a guest and Daisy from across the world. Uh, so I'm Jake Clements. <laughs> I'm Michaela McKenzie. And I'm Daisy Dennis. Hey, Daisy hey, is currently guys. in um, Singapore Airport. Is that right, Daisy? Yep. I'm sitting on the floor with a box of Pringles and a suitcase next to me. Oh my god. Thriving. Thank you for showing me. Wow. Um... Living your best life. <laughs> yeah. It's 11 o'clock at night here. <laughs> I'm so tired. This is the commitment to the podcast that you're Literally. on a layover. You're, you've got a. How long's your layover? Um, well, it was 12 hours, but now it's six. I've been oh. here six hours already. Oh my god. So you've got another six to go. I've got another six to go. <laughs> oh. I know. It's intense, but. It'll be fine. There's a lot to do here. Okay. Have There's a been... whole rainforest. There's a rainforest? Yeah, no, literally, right? Yeah. I would get up and show you, but I don't want my Wi-Fi to cut out. Like, I was wandering around trying to find Burger King because I was bloody starving. And I'm like, oh, what's that over there? Let me just go down that alleyway. This is all inside, bear in mind. Yeah. And it's a whole rainforest with animals and a waterfall. Which, which animals? Like, do they have different well, I saw there was a monkey okay. that I saw, and there were like these huge dragonflies, and I was like, "What the hell, guys? Like, this is what's going on? This is an airport inside the airport. Inside the airport. Do, oh you, do you have to pay extra for the zoo, or is it just inside the actual? No, you just you just walked like I just wandered in, and I thought that's where Burger King was. I was mistaken. It's not Burger King. It was a rainforest. Oh wow, that's mad. That's insane. I, I wonder if people go on holiday to Singapore just to go to the airport. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I was, I was going to book a hotel. Like, I was contemplating it when I first got here because I was like, there's no way I'm staying here for 12 hours. Also, excuse, there's people walking past me because I'm sitting on the floor. Um, but I was like, oh, wait, this is, like, super cool. It's freaking huge in here. So I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to sleep on the floor. Yeah. Also, airports are definitely the most, like, socially acceptable place to sleep on airport floors. Exactly, that's generally. what I think. Yeah. I don't like, think it's that bad. It. No. No. That's cool. Very nice. Uh, how was your onboard yeah. meal? Was it lush? Huh? How was your onboard meal? Was it lush? It was absolutely gorgeous. Three courses, obviously. Travelling business class. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't mind what if did I you have? well do. Huh? What did you have? My starter was an artichoke and parmesan soup with a fresh bread roll. Cool. <laughs> My main was uh, ricotta and asparagus stuffed ravioli with cherry tomatoes on the vine. Oh, my God. And my dessert was a New York cheesecake. Oof. And on I had a, a glass of wine with that as well. On Cabernet a plane. Sauvignon, thank you very much. On a plane, jeez. Yep. The life you live. <laughs> Living a high life. I'm not going to lie, though. It was the bumpiest flight I've ever been on my entire life. Really? Like, the seatbelt sign only went off once. Like, the whole time <laughs> it was on. It was so Jeez. bad. Ooh. But it's fine. Not too bad. Who's this Harry, then, that we have? Right, oh, should we, yeah, yeah. Should we In- introduce, our, <laughs> introduce our special guest? Our special introduce guest. our guest. Yes. Today, we have a very exciting special guest. And that's me. Hello. I'm Harry Sassoon, and just... I think it was like a week and a half ago, I was diagnosed with ADHD and now I'm here. Harry is our very Hi. first special guest on the podcast. Po- po- Replacing me. <laughs> but, plot twist, Harry can't hear Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to know what's going on on Daisy's plane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Harry's been like listening to me and Jake reacting to things and looking at me like, what <laughs> on earth is happening? Daisy's had a very lovely three course meal on her plane because she's flying business class because she's got good contacts in the world. Wow. And what did she have? Artichoke and something soup? Yeah. Artichoke and parmesan. Artichoke and parmesan soup wow. followed by ravio- uh, ravioli. What, vegetable ravioli. Vegetable vegetable. With ravioli. on the vine tomatoes. Oof, that sounds amazing. And a cheesecake and Play. wine. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to book a flight. <laughs> yeah and also she's in the singapore airport which has a rainforest and monkeys monkeys she went to yeah. find burger king and ended up in a rainforest with monkeys wow yeah i'm there so mad time like making it up but i'm not being funny yeah. if i could show you guys what's going on here yeah it's freaking bananas there's a whole waterfall whole there's a whole waterfall there yeah did you wow. guys see my snapchat i don't have no snapchat. i also don't have snapchat and oh Harry God, doesn't know you, so Harry didn't see your Snapchat. Yeah. 
I will show you. I will send it to you after this okay. so that you can see the rainforest. Okay. And the waterfall. Put it on Instagram. <laughs> or I just will. send it to shall us. We do, shall we do our first segment? Our first segment? Well, y- y- yeah. 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 Yeah, cool. We don't have to. That was oh, no, 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 no. No, we'll we, we do it. We'll do it. Um, and then we just got knocked down there. No, no, no. We, we, we had another format that we're going to... But We we're were do... thinking whether to um, interview Harry first or do the segments first. Oh, no, Slay, do whatever you want. Let's no do me the segments first. Segments, then interview. Yeah, because Harry can't hear you, so that's probably a better Good way point. to do it. Okay. Um, Jake, are you going to input the little jingle? Yeah, just give me a second. Um, <laughs> input jingle, three, two, one. Banana. For, for context, Harry, <laughs> we have a little... Um, we have three segments and we have little jingles for them. Okay. But well, we don't. We, yeah, we don't. We have a jingle for one of them, which <laughs> Daisy made the first week when she was like on it. We were like, "Make a jingle, Daisy," and she was like, "I will. I'll go home and make them." And then she actually did go home and make them, which wow. was uh, unheard of, <laughs> unprecedented in ADHD history. I know. But however, she made like samples of three of them. But so our first segment is hyperfixation of the week. But she made them all, like, three different samples, <laughs> all with hyperfixation in the name. <laughs> so, so then the next task was to make them... We were like, yeah, those are great. Let's do those three. Those are amazing. But then she didn't ever make the... I'm really third, seeing a lot of three. irony in this. Yeah. What? The Why? hyperfixation <laughs> on making the jingle did one and then that was it yeah and then put it down and yeah yep. and it's now like what nine weeks later nine weeks later and... guys it's not a funny joke i did my best okay i'm now in a different country you I did a great the, the jingles were amazing yeah i can't wait to hear it oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you'll hear it on the podcast the pods um I'm but a yeah. doddy. okay well so we're in our hyperfixation of the week segment now harry play do you have a hyperfixation of the week you would like to <laughs> chat about? Daisy's saying slay. <laughs> um, so I just got a new house this week, on the last week. So Ooh, exciting. my Congrats. hyperfixation has been sorting out this house, arranging for like moving things, cleaning oh my things. Gosh. And last night I wanted to, I, my other half wanted me to just relax with her. And I was like, nope, I have to change all the light bulbs to eco bulbs. Oh my God. And so I went from room to room. She got so annoyed at me because I wanted to like, I had these eco, I had 80 eco bulbs, I th- no, 40 eco bulbs to change. And all of a sudden, like she's annoyed at me. I'm like, why? And yeah, it's because I've, oh I forgot God. about her for a while. Oh, wow. That is, that is classic hyperfixation, isn't it? You lose time and then you're in the zone. Absolutely. Right. Time blindness, eh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. That's crazy. It was a lot of bulbs. That's crazy, man. How many? 40. 40 bulbs? Yes, all spotlights. Oh my God, how many? What? How many lights do you have in your house? Yeah. Daisy said, how many lights do you have in your house? Uh, I changed 40. 40? So there's probably around <laughs> about 50 because some of them were already eco bulbs, so I didn't change them. Where are you getting the? Why? Because well, do you it, not have like one or two lights in every room? No, nah, there's like spotlights everywhere. Oh right, oh, I know. Oh, them lights. Now I've understood. Yeah. I'm pointing to a ceiling with no lights, but yeah, you know the ones. yeah, <laughs> like in a yeah. I understand what you mean. Yeah, I was thinking That's spotlights like on a stage. No, 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 like, like spotlights little... in built into the ceiling, <laughs> and then I have to move a ladder from like one spot oh, to another my God. spot. How yeah. long did it take? Hours. I can imagine. Yeah, my thumbs hurt now. Yeah. At least you didn't get electrocuted. I turned the lights off first. Well, that That's was the trick. clever. And then you've got to yeah. wait for the old ones to cool down. And then the new ones don't get hot. That's oh. why they're more oh. energy efficient. Woo. Why bother changing them? I'm saving the planet one bulb at a time. <laughs> saving the planet, Daisy. Like, yeah. I don't want to Daisy save the said, planet. why bother daising them? Changing them even. <laughs> but you have a Tesla, Daisy. So you can talk. Eco-warrior. Facts. It's weird. I'm kind of giving you shade for being e- e- like sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. I love sustainability. We all know. Yeah, this. I know. So that's why you bother changing the light bulbs. Daisy loves sustainability. Yeah, but like, I'll just hire someone to do it when I just hire someone. <laughs> yeah. Well, Harry's like, a capable yeah, individual, uh, and no, someone had to show me how to change these bulbs. Oh, oh is it not I the screw-on ones? Harry's it... an in- incapable. <laughs> no, nah, it was. Um, no, no, I, no. I'd never changed a light bulb before. <laughs> 
Oh, what you I'm do, a pronoun. What you do in that instance is you say, oh, I don't know how to change the light bulbs. Can you show me how? Oh, I didn't get it that time. Can you just do all of them so I really understand how to do it? She Boom. said, instead of just getting them to show you how to do one, when they show you one, you just go, oh, I didn't understand that. Can you do all of them for me? The guy who showed me is not that patient. Um, oh, okay. Make him patient. Daisy says make him patient. <laughs> Bloody hell, that even me. <laughs> I don't know what she meant by that. What did you say? Me neither. Daisy. I said make him patient. <laughs> oh, yeah, slightly aggressive, but you know, it's all good. Play. That's what, I am aggressive. Can I do mine now? Yes, please do. Yeah, Daisy. Daisy's going to do hers. It's me time, me time, me time, me time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my hyperfixation this week has been... The fact that I'm going away for two months and only got my visas yesterday. Ooh. Now, some people might view this as a bad thing, but I was so hyperfixated on the fact that I wanted to like be really chill about it. I was too chill about it. So I had three days before I went, I had all my jabs in one arm, oh my which was very painful. Mm-hmm. I had four jabs in one arm. Bad idea. Only got my visas yesterday. Yesterday, when I was meant to be packing, I went down the pub for four pints and got drunk, and then my mum got mad at me because she was like, "Daisy, we're leaving in an hour. You're not going." And then had a whole meltdown, and then she allowed me to go. She was like, "Fine, you can go." I'm not gonna lie. An hour before my flight, I was meant to leave for the airport. I was in the pub, and I hadn't finished packing yet. But I'm here now. Daisy, did I? Did I feel I like that was quite important things. Yes, a classic ADHD tendency. No, yes. I I left so many important things at home. I really, really like not great things to leave. Like I left my purse at home. You left your purse what? at home. Ha- <laughs> like with yep, like your ID and stuff in it. Like with everything in it, man. Daisy, oh my god! I was gonna say I was there's like in the pub. <laughs> three things you actually need, and then yeah. other than that, you can just you know acquire other things along the way but i'd probably put those three things as your passport your wallet and your phone so so yeah yeah there is two that. Of those don't have the wallet though oh my oh, god well. you have two passports well no she oh. has no. two of the things two just, of the things two yeah, of the sorry. three things i just mentioned yeah you got your Jesus oh my god yeah, no, that was my hyperfixation this week has been oh, um, oh i'm so chill like it's all been totally fine oh wait I have to leave the airport in an hour and I've not finished packing and I'm kind of shit babe but I think <laughs> that's because right it's like your brain oh, swore, kicks sorry. into action when when you have like pressure <laughs> no but like you yeah, need the no, pressure no. to do things because otherwise it's hard like ADHD can be like a motivation issue that's what like loads of people yeah. say about it so if you have that like that last minute thing is like oh i can't do it i can't do it oh suddenly i have to do it i have no choice and now i can make decisions and do all the things great you know yeah my mother was not best pleased with me when she was like daisy you're drunk and i was like no i'm not i feel like that's a jane problem yeah oops (laughs) but i have pringles now what pringles do you have do you any the sour cream and onion ones because they do mini ones here look it's a mini it's a mini box of Pringles. So that's what I've been eating. Yeah, because this. everything's shut because it's midnight. Oh whoa. Whoa. Time difference. I know. So that's why I'm on the floor. It's currently three PM here. Yeah, GMT. Well, three whatever. Three sixteen. Must 316. be nice. <laughs> yeah, wow. slow. Big old time. Okay, difference. that's yeah, that's my hub fixation. Okay, uh, go ooh. on. Go on, Jake. Okay, so my hyperfixation following up on a few weeks ago hyperfixation of me getting back into comics i've recently found out uh, a tabletop game called um marvel crisis protocol and <laughs> <laughs> what why is that I'm such a nerd <laughs> shush so so are you daisy you yeah you, i know you're like oh anyway um <laughs> So basically, it's like similar to Warhammer, um, but it's Marvel-esque. So it's, t- oh, wow. it's a tabletop game. And with the core set, which is like 70 quid, um, you get like five characters, a, a bit of um, like New York City and some cards and like how to play the game and everything. And I'm, I'm considering purchasing it next payday because um, I just want to paint them. <laughs> 
just want to paint Captain America or Spider-Man. Oh my god. But then they have like other sets of like, oh, you can get the Deadpool set for like $40 as well. But I'm like, the Deadpool character looks really cool. And I'm just like, I just want to collect. Yeah, but. For a like tiny little, are they like Warhammer size? Yeah, Warhammer size. So they're like tiny little minuscule, minuscules. Yeah, but I can paint them and put them on my shelf. I mean, it sounds therapeutic, but... Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> n- yeah, so th- I've been researching videos about that recently. I've been watching reviews oh of how to play it and how to paint. Oh, whoa, what was that? Um, just, that was emails in our ears. <laughs> but I think we've lost Daisy. Oh, no. Yes. Oh. No. Daisy, can you hear us? Yep, we've lost Daisy. Oh. If she does come back, um, she'll zoom back in. But I think she lo- oh. lost her connection. Oh. Yeah. That means you're stuck with me. So? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> well, she already did her high fixation of the week. So, you know, there is... We have some contribution. Yes. There was four of us. Oh, her Wi-Fi has stopped. Okay, okay, okay. No worries. Oh, um... Should we... Should I do my hyperfixation of the week? Your hyperfixation, yes. My hyperfixation of the week is um, wire, wire, wires. Like, or, like, as in, like, crafting things out of wire. Mm. Yeah. What type of wires? So, like, um, there's, there's... So, you can get it in multiple different things. You can get aluminium, copper, or, like, silver sterling. Oh, yeah. But but it's, like, aluminium is the cheapest <laughs> and then copper is slightly more expensive and silver sterling is obviously a bit spenny but um it's like you you can get them in like different gauges and different like like thicknesses basically and different things and you have to choose like different thicknesses different like materials and different everything for different depending on what you're making so like for earrings you have to choose a specific i think it's uh i can't remember what exactly the i think it's like i can't remember how big it is that is the like the standard earring size that goes through normal like just a standard pierced ear um so if you're making earrings you've got to do it with that but then if you make um like a necklace for example then you want a slightly sturdier one so you choose like a gauge up which is i think oh so 18 gauge is earrings 20 gauge is like a necklace and then if you're making a bracelet then you go to 22. Does that make sense? Or maybe it's the other way around. <laughs> I can't remember which is more, is thicker and s- smaller. But um, yeah, because they're different thicknesses. And another, and I've been like uh, making like letters out of wire. Like, Whoa. so I can write like people's names and stuff like that, which I'm having so much fun with. Yes, and please. also, yeah, well, I thought like there would just be a standard like typography of this is how you make letters out of wire. But no, there's like no standardized thing. There's like, that people will just be like, oh, get a font and follow it. Like, oh. if you look on YouTube, they'll be like, this is how I personally like to make them. But you basically, they like print out like a font from like a computer and then they just follow the font with the wire. So it's like 3D handwriting kind of. Yeah, like exactly. A stencil from, uh, like you print it, it's a stencil and that's what you follow. Yeah, basically. So you can just, like, any font that you like, you can just copy with wire, which is quite cool. Um, And also, I thought, like, you know how, well, obviously, it's got to be moldable so that you can bend it and whatever. And then I thought, oh, you just have to, like, get wire that is hard enough that it's, like, stays sturdy and just struggle with bending it. But actually, you put it between, there's this thing called, like, a, I don't know what it's called. It's a hardening hammer or something like that, I don't know. Um, but you get like this, some kind of rubber. I can't remember what kind of rubber it is. But, uh, or you can get a rubber mallet or you can do it with this specialized thing. Mm. And you just like hit it together with the thing and it hardens the wire. Like you just like knock it on a table and it makes the, it changes like the molecular structure of denser, the wire or something. Yeah, and makes it hard. And it's not like it doesn't go in an oven. It doesn't do, obviously, because it's not. But like, it doesn't do any like, you know how like pottery you like, Put, in, the put oven. in a kiln yeah, and glaze, or whatever, and and this you just like you just like tap it with rubber and it makes it hard. Isn't that mad? Wow. Anyway, maybe that's... it's a friction and then just yeah, it yeah. could be, the, but the, you can't the do heat, it. The heat from the rubber friction. Oh, maybe that could 
But you can do it with a rubber mallet. Yeah, because the rubber. Yeah, don't know. Yeah. But something about it. Wow. So tap your wire, guys. Tap your wire. <laughs> do we want to go on to the next section or do we want to... I say we go to the interview. I think so too. Yes, Ooh. let's go to the interview. Okay. I'm an open book. Cool. Do you want to um, just tell us like a bit about yourself? Who are you? What do you do? What's your, what's your general vibe? Okay. Um, so I'm Harry. I'm 29 next week. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've had ADHD my whole life, but I was only diagnosed a week and a half ago. Had birthday um, for a week's time. Yeah, thank you. Um, I only found out really, I, I'd heard of ADHD, but it wasn't until about a year and a half ago, I've got a friend who has been diagnosed with ADHD and autism. And they said to me, Harry, I think you might have ADHD. I was like, what is that? And she told me some of the symptoms. I was like, oh that does sound a lot like me. So I did a bit of research and then all of a sudden I'm thinking all about it and I'm like, this really sounds like me. I really need to actually do something about it. NHS weren't very helpful, unfortunately. So I went private and eventually got my diagnosis. Congratulations. How are you feeling? Are you feeling, how are you feeling? (laughs) It's been a journey. At first I was like, before my actual diagnosis, I was a bit resentful that no one had ever picked it up before yeah um looking at my old school reports as well like blatantly Mm -hmm. there was something yeah um but now i'm relieved and just looking forward to owning this diagnosis going forward and learning how to live with it and make the most of it i think yeah i think that like resentment is really interesting because um i think that's a lot of people who are in this like process like speaking to other other friends and stuff right now we everyone has that thing of like ah like because to get the diagnosis right a a big way I think we talked about this is I got my diagnosis just before you and told you bring school reports because you have to prove that you've had because there's still this thing about ADHD that you have to have had symptoms from before you were 12 years old like or thereabouts so you have to prove that you've had these symptoms all of your life and not just now um so when I went in I had to prove it with school reports so I told Harry like because he was in the process of going through it I was like take in your school reports so that you and that was the most helpful advice I got and I, I managed to get my old school to give me reports I found some from when I was in year six some from when I was in year seven so the perfect age read out segments during my assessment to my assessor and like that was so helpful so thank you that's right what was the thing that you said of how you got your school reports you submitted i did a subject access request which is a gdpr thing and if you send a if you send your school a subject access request saying that you'd like all the data that they have on you they legally have to comply so i highly recommend that to anyone who's interested in getting a diagnosis yeah, so if you don't have your old school reports for whatever reason or whatever, then you can just do that and get them all, which is very helpful. Mm-hmm. Cool. But yeah, I think it is very common to like um, that feeling of like frustration that... Yeah, that's the word. No one picked up on it and you're like, ah, oh, why did you let me go so long yeah. to struggle? But like back then, I'm 28 at the moment, people didn't know as much as they do now. Yeah. And I've had to come to terms with that and like my therapist as well, Mm -hmm. she told me that her daughter, who's a similar age to me, got diagnosed a couple of years ago. And like, she's been doing this since before I was born. She didn't know that her daughter had ADHD and she's a pro. If she doesn't know, how on earth would the likes of my family have known? So I can't really hold it against anyone. It's so interesting because my, like all of my British friends who are trying to go through this diagnosis process only found, like only kind of started thinking about it quite recently but I have a couple of American friends who have got diagnoses or not or whatever. And they have all like known their whole lives that they had it because ADHD was so much more like prevalent in American society and like talked about and everything. Have you ever seen the TV show Desperate Housewives? I, I haven't so watched it. There was um, I haven't a bit in season one mm. where one of them main characters their mum takes says the add medication and all of a sudden she's able Mm. to do so much more and that i think was my earliest recollection of anything adhd related was this i wouldn't recommend doing what the mum did but like (laughs) how old were you at the time 
Uh, I was 10, I think, when that came out. Yeah, because I think... Uh, tell me if you have this experience as well. It's like, in my childhood, I would never in a million years have identified with ADHD because, like, the the, the stereotype of it was just, like, so far removed from how it, like... It was, like, the rowdy kids, the class yeah. clowns, and I was, like, the quiet one that yeah. would be in my own planet. And, yeah. like, a teacher would ask me a question and I'd be, like, clueless as to what I was even being asked yeah. or what was being said before. Mm. I think there's a like there's so many kids who were like quiet kids who yeah. are now getting diagnosed. Yeah. But I also I don't know how much time you guys spend on social media. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. But I keep on seeing this like thing that's like the like gifted kid to burnt out ADHD adult trajectory. And I'm like, oh that's so interesting because like I think ADHD is often seen as like um you know, kids who struggle a lot at school and things like that. And I think different people struggle in different ways. But like a lot of kids with ADHD were considered gifted at school because they were somehow managing all this like stuff. And a lot obviously were also struggling and dropping out of school and whatever. But it's just so interesting that like trajectory. Yeah, it's it's been a bumpy ride. Yeah, um, absolutely. I've had my ups and downs. Uh, I'm on I'm on an, an up right now. Mm-hmm. Life is never better, so I'm, I'm That's happy. That's great. Um, but it's it's I've had a lot of struggles. Yeah, for sure. I um when I was getting my diagnosis, I uh that I did a dyslexia assessment when I was 16 because I was like playing up at school a bit, and everyone was like, eh, "Why are you doing this?" Um, and <laughs> in the dyslexia assessment. It, the like psychologist guy says like um he basically says like I think your child has ADHD without literally saying that because he wasn't I don't think he was allowed to I think it was a specific dyslexia assessment and he wasn't like allowed to diagnose me with anything else but it says things like I would recommend that like she has attention and um <laughs> and what like attention and something issues De- and deficit yeah, yeah. Like, I can't remember exactly the wording. Um, and I would recommend that she reads this book and the book is called A Complete Guide to ADHD wow. and stuff like that. And that was when I was 16. And it says something like, oh, I recommend that she she get like one-to-one support on this and, and like therapy and this and this uh, or whatever. Or by the age of 25, she will have like struggled with things, dr- dropped out of all these things, done all these things. And like at, at that age, I was like, at, like I got to uh, this sort of age and I was like, oh, he just predicted my life trajectory <laughs> like, ten, like eight years ago or whatever. And now I've just like fulfilled what he said I would do. Why didn't anyone stop this? Did you thing? ever read the book? No. Have you ever read a book? Because I haven't. I have read some books, but I've okay. always been a very slow reader. Mm. I can't read books. It, Do you, just, it doesn't work with my brain. Does can it? you listen to audiobooks? I, I just get distracted. What, well, with of, audiobooks? Yeah. The, I mean, so the last th- audio thing I listened to was the first 10 minutes of your first podcast. Oh, the zombie episode. And I mm-hmm. got distracted about five minutes in. Okay. Then when I was listening again, I was like, um, what are they talking about? And I switched off. Yeah, because you, like, you zoned out. I zoned out, and I was I had no clue what was going on, and yeah. so I switched off. But that's because of me and my brain. And so, do you, when you <laughs> listen to podcasts, or I don't, you don't. Okay, what about music? When you listen to music, are you I doing? <laughs> I don't do music. Um, I do TV shows, and subtitles really help me concentrate. Yes, really, I agree. I love subtitles. Oh, that's so interesting. Because you can read along, and then you're focused more. Yeah. on the actual thing. Oh. Oh, that's so interesting. I don't do subtitles. I find subtitles very distracting because instead of like watching what's going on, I'm watching the subtitles. And because I'm a slow reader, it distracts me. But I watch it on like double speed. Okay. Yeah. It's so interesting the different ways our like <laughs> brains engage with the things. Mm-hmm. And like the different things that you naturally do yeah. as coping mechanisms with, throughout your life when you don't know about it. Yeah. Like writing lots of lists and losing them and oh, yeah, yeah. doing that for years yep my life changed when i realized that i should just use the calendar on my phone rather than trying to do like a man like a in oh. an analog diary analog diary. <laughs> oh, let me just wind up my analog diary <laughs> like an in-person diary because then i'd have to remember to bring the diary with me everywhere which i wouldn't but obviously as a kid you don't well i didn't have a phone as a kid 
and yeah and then like now i'm like oh most of the time i have my phone with me so if i put everything in my calendar on my phone and make a like religious rule of like not like obligatory rule in my head of like if it's not in the diary it's not happening so if i want to do something and commit something i have to put it in my diary has it helped yeah i'm much better at like doing things you're here today Mm, yeah exactly keeping track of my daily schedule do you find that or not I I do reminders on my smart home assistant, which name I'm not going to say in case okay. anyone's got one in the background. Um, <laughs> I mean, you, you could. I'm so tempted. <laughs> so, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Um, but do no, it. Do it. Ask it for something. Ask um, it for something. I, I can't. It's, it's, uh, I, I'm too Go kind. on, Jake. Go on. Alexa, turn the lights on. <laughs> um, Alexa, play Dancing Queen. Oh, no. Xbox, turn off. <laughs> Other brands are available. Yeah, other brands are available. Yeah. I completely lost my trailer. No, no, sorry. Yeah, we did too. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, oh, um, you used your Alexa yes. to have it, notes. Yeah. So if I know I'm meant to be doing something, then I just say, you know, who remind me this at certain time, and then it does it, and it will also pop up on my phone, and that's that's how I get reminded. Double notifications. It drives my other half up the wall. Uh, what have you linked accounts then? Um, no, because she works from home and she gets notified as well. Uh, so yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> annoying for her. Oh hmm. my god, AI's taken over. Yeah, my my brother likes to have a family calendar. What just for family events or just? No, no, no. He has like a Google calendar that he just will put random events on. Like, yes, he'll, he'll put, like, family events, but he'll also just put, like, random things he's doing in the day. I know exactly which brother this is as well. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> this, my brother is Josh's, is uh, Harry's best friend. Yeah. And I refuse to be part of the family calendar because <laughs> my calendar is my whole system for functioning in life. And if Josh has all his events on my calendar, then I'm like, oh. how am I meant to function? I can just see a million events, none of which are mine. He adds not... stuff into my calendar as well. I'm, like, I'm not what? even going to this. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, rein yourself in. Do, like, what are you doing? But Color yeah. code. Color code and then, system. And then, no, I just oh. don't want to see it. Okay. And then he'll, there'll be like a family event that's happening or whatever. Like he'll, he'll be having a dinner or something like that. And I won't know about it because he hasn't told me about it. And he'll be like, it's on the family calendar. Why wouldn't you know? And I'll be like... Because I'm not on the family calendar. You always used to complain about missing barbecues. I remember that. <laughs> missing barbecues? Yeah, like you would always, like whenever someone would have a barbecue at your house and like you weren't there, you'd always be so annoyed that you missed a barbecue. I do like barbecues. I just remember you being annoyed that you didn't know that there was a barbecue oh, again. <laughs> I don't remember this, but, um, but yeah, Josh is bad at communicating think, events happening. I he just wants me to be he's on too, the... He's too good. He makes group chats but the problem is like he'll keep talking in them and then you you can't <laughs> be bothered to like scroll up and figure out what is this group chat even about or when is this event yeah sorry josh love jo- you josh is a very sociable individual okay but that but but yeah he just communicates <laughs> in difficult ways he also always uses facebook messenger and i'm like get with the times josh we're on tiktok now yeah but like or at least WhatsApp, but like... He's, WhatsApp's new for him. He's doing it now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Occasionally. Because the other alternative, if he doesn't put it on the family calendar, if it's not a family event, if it's a like, he's having a thing, he'll create a Facebook event. And I never go on Facebook, so I never <laughs> see it. Anyway, enough about Josh. Other social vi- uh, medias available. This is true. I like how you didn't do that for TikTok, but you did do it for Facebook. I'm too addicted to TikTok. <laughs> yeah, like, we will promote now? TikTok. Huh? Do we need to do it again now? Because we've said them all. Other have we said media. them all? We haven't. Well, we've said a lot. We've said YouTube, a lot without saying Snapchat, <laughs> TikTok. No. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Said that. yeah. Sorry, new choice. Um, Twitter. No, no, no one likes. No, it. boycott that. <laughs> Pinterest. Pinterest. Is that a social media? I yeah, think so. I think so. Pictures and follow each other and pictures. Oh, Tumblr. Tumblr. <laughs> have oh. we said Instagram. We have we've... Reddit. Red what? <laughs> <laughs> MySpace. Oh, Bebo. No. <laughs> and then uh, did a... you did you guys have those Bebo or MySpace? I had Bebo, never MySpace. I had both. 
Did you? Yeah. No way. Yes, I used to change, change my track like every week on MySpace. Wow. Oh my God. Send people love on Bebo. <laughs> That's mad. It was... I had Bebo for like three months maybe. But oh. I think I logged in maybe twice. <laughs> Edgy. I, mem- I remember Facebook. In it's like, just young. <laughs> Facebook in 2007 or eight had like, you have an aquarium on your wall and you'd send your friends fish what and i was obsessed with this and like me and someone else we'd always oh. like swap fish was it adam did adam do this adam was one of them this was my other brother yeah he was one of them what was it called like aquarium was it just called aquarium i think so do you remember playing farmville oh i, I loved it. Farmville. used to love Farmville. farmville was great it drove me up the wall i had to block it so why good. it was just annoying i spent so many hours of my life on that game yeah building your little farm <laughs> yeah growing your vegetables go, you could great. go visit people couldn't you exactly yeah i think go visit people's yeah. farms yeah. give them little gifts you could send them stuff yeah. yeah i didn't like the mafia one the mafia like wars the mafia or farmville no there was a separate game oh. was similar similar format <laughs> i was like what what kind of farmville were you playing <laughs> but yeah it was cool um so the the moment that you why did you decide to get a diagnosis because i could see it was impacting me in a few ways Mm -hmm. um like work relationship um and other things as well Mm -hmm. and if i mean i knew about it i knew i might have it and i wanted the diagnosis because well i know there's various medication which can help i'm on day four and it's so far, it's all right. No complaints. What are you? I, something hydrochloride. I've no idea what the first part is. Um, hydrochloride. Something hydrochloride. I don't know. Um, it's, <laughs> it's. It's. I don't know. I was. Yeah, it's good. I think. I don't know. How, have you noticed any difference so far? He told me to expect a few symptoms. So, like today, my mouth is really dry. Oh That's yeah, one of the symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, I'm looking forward, he told me I shouldn't be looking forward to this, but I'm looking forward to the loss of appetite because I need to lose my belly. I think that's, that's a big one on those, these symptoms. It's funny because there's like eight different medications, but the side effects of almost all of them seem to be pretty much the same, but there's a bit of, um, uh, like, um, not difficulty, but whatever with it, because, um, if people have eating disorders, then they don't want to give it to them because it, it, because it does make you lose your appetite a bit so it can be like dangerous for people with eating disorders that makes sense but then like i think there's probably quite a big crossover between those two things like like the because i think there's also like a lot of crossover with ocd and things like that or like you know the obsessive behavior is a bit more so i guess yeah it might be tricky for certain people I think so, but to take the meds. Yeah, I mean, it, so far for me, you've they, had a good time. I've had a very nice time, no complaints. Um, just as soon as this podcast is done, I'm getting water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you? Did you oh. Do you want some now? No, yeah. I'm, I'm good. Okay, Are you sure. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all get you some. I'm all good. Thank you. Okay. okay. Do you um, have you noticed like a significant improvement in things or not yet? I mean, it's four days, and they've been a really busy like. I spent one night camping in my new house mm-hmm. and then the following morning the pills arrived at my new house and oh. um yeah so did you order them like yeah. they got sent to you yeah what it's, it's, where did you get yours Michaela? i just got them straight from a pharmacy like like from the no my whole thing I went was to the pharmacy done on zoom my whole assessment was oh, done on zoom oh what yeah it was i mean it's private um mm-hmm. so it was all done on zoom He's, um the doctor said yeah I'll go into my pharmacy on um, Monday and arrange for it to be sent to you. And they, oh, wow. they sent me a text. I had to pay online and then they sent it in the mail. Oh, wow. That's another thing is when you get, because I ended up going private to get my diagnosis as well because the NHS waiting list, I got, I'd already been on it for a year and then someone told me it was three years oh, to, mm. to even get to the assessment in mm. the first place mm. um, and not to be treated, just to get the assessment. So I also went private in the end. Um, but... The problem with going private is that when you go, like the assessment is one cost, but then you have to pay privately for the medication for the first 
little bit until they work out what your actual dose is and then you can swap over to the nhs like once you properly know your dose but to to get the like completed assessment you have to pay privately which can be expensive um but what i discovered is um if you get your prescription from the private place and then go either online or to a like just a generic pharmacy it costs like considerably less oh wow the medication so like i think it was like half the price when i did that but yeah it's a bit expensive i think for me though i'd rather do this with the supervision of the guy that assessed me and like let him figure out what the right balance is for me then yeah yeah but it's like you take i mean as in you have to have supervision but what i mean is instead of writing a prescription specifically for that that pharmacy they can write a general prescription so you can just pick up it's the exact same medication you just pick it up like the same doses same everything like recommended by that private doctor but like you can just pick it up from any pharmacy instead of i like the um it's called pharmacy urge pharmacy urge (laughs) like concierge um yeah it came in the fancy box oh that's fun i liked it nice it was expensive though yeah because that's the thing is when they gave me the medication i just assumed because i did it i went through insurance and I assumed the insurance would pay for the medication and then they didn't. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, I cannot afford this at all. Like, how am I going to deal with that? Mm-hmm. Um, because that's the thing is like, you get through the whole process, like you get the diagnosis eventually. And then if you can't get the med- medication, you're like, oh, <laughs> what was the point of that? <laughs> yeah, I can't even get the treatment. Great. It's, it's, for me, it's also the reassurance of knowing I do have it. I know, yeah. like I've known there's always been something. Mm. But like mm. it's after the, I mean, even without like before the pills it was just knowing i had it that was a massive peace of mind Mm. as well i think we talked about this a little bit before on the podcast of like the um like imposter syndrome of Mm. like being somewhere on the adhd spectrum and how there's like both from like the external world of like the normies i'm not (laughs) (laughs) the norms (laughs) the like like from like non-adhd type people like being like but is it legit or that sort of thing and also from within the adhd community itself like people being like comparing and saying oh but are your symptoms as bad or you don't have it properly or you don't know the struggle i've been through and all of those things and i have been diagnosed so i feel like i have more of a power to fight against that whole stigma because i i have that back up to fall back on to be like actually i do know what it's like but like i like i think like at 18 i if you had told me at 18 i don't think i would have seen it as like seen the like the struggles that were to come in my life as much Mm, because at 18 you're a lot less like held to responsibilities you you don't have to like like kind of you are living quite a chaotic life where you're like you're seen as like fun and quirky and adventurous you know and then a little bit later when like everyone's starting to like settle down and become more of a like responsible adult suddenly you're like oh I cannot do that I can only live in like my like 18 year old self's brain not brain but like do you know what I mean I just had I just thought of an image when mm-hmm. coming around to your house once, mm-hmm. you had a towel on the floor and that was your area. I think that's where you slept. Yeah, I've gone through a lot of different like sleeping arrangements over time <laughs> because I think I struggle. I've struggled to sleep a lot mm. throughout my life. Like I think like I've never called it insomnia because I just don't like the concept of it. But I probably have struggled with insomnia, which is a very common ADHD Same. symptom. Um, and I think like to cope, like my coping mechanisms throughout life to deal with that has been like, like, uh, changing up. I, I, I like often in the middle of the night, I'm like, I need change. So I've gone like so through a variety. Oh God. I haven't, I have like changed my bed situation like a million times since I was like 13. Like I had like a, a hammock. hammock. Yeah. I, <laughs> I used to sleep in a hammock. I had like 
one of those camping beds I'd like change the position of my bed in my mm. room sometimes I'd just sleep on the floor <laughs> sometimes I'd sleep on a mattress sometimes I'd like I'd just change it up uh, at one point I slept on just like the base of a camping bed like I just would change it up all the time because I don't know my brain would just be like I, I, I guess it was like a coping mechanism for like panicking about not being able to sleep because okay yeah my dad always used to tell me when I was like really young like just like lie flat on your back with your hands like like i don't know how to describe this like just this. flat below your, the chest below your chest on the belly yeah, yeah. just like cro- interlinking your fingers okay just lie there and just let your brain drift and wander and he'd always say like it doesn't matter if you don't fall asleep like you can you can get as much like rejuvenation by just resting so don't ha- you don't like don't think about trying to go to sleep just mm-hmm. think about resting and that would always help me because i'd be like instead of like panicking about oh i can't sleep and whatever i'd just be like oh okay i can just lie there and let my brain wander mm. so i found that a very helpful tactic but yeah i guess insomnia is a thing um i won't call it insomnia i don't no. like that What's but, a- what time did you go to bed last night I can tell you because Ooh, the apps. I've got an app. Okay. I feel like I've, I say I've been better lately, but I probably haven't. Have you got, you've got your little, yeah, I got my little uh, 26 times wrestlers. 26 times wrestlers. Wow. Where's my app? Okay. Get yours up as well. Do you have a sleeping app? Uh, I'm not allowed one. You're not, why not? Tech. Why? Oh, okay. She's a, a technophobe. What? Like just in the house? In, well, any kind of tech. She doesn't like. I mean, I have a lot of... And you are, like, a tech addict. Um, I mean, I work in tech. I'm a tech addict. I've got loads of gadgets, um, but she likes her record player. She likes... Yeah, she likes the old stuff. Yeah. I can see... Well, opposites attract, don't they? Yeah. (laughs) I'm just scrolling back through my... (laughs) Oh, God. Should I give you... This is... What day is this? This is Sunday the 1st of Jan. Do you want to know... What time I've gone to sleep every day since the start of the year. Okay, go on. Okay. The 1st of Jan, 3.09 a.m. Wow. 2.40 a.m. Okay. 7.16 a.m. What? Oh, no, I went off it. Okay, wait. (laughs) Uh, What did I do? Okay, 7.16 a.m. 3.57 a.m. 2.50 a.m. 2.41 a.m. 5.11 a.m. 10.25 p.m. 2.58 2.58 a.m., 3.32 a.m., 12.54, like midnight 54, <laughs> 3.15 a.m., 12.55 a.m., 1.54 a.m., 2.24 a.m. Oh, that was last night. Okay. But that <laughs> yeah. is not necessarily when I fall asleep. That is when I click to start my sleeping app. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I don't go to bed, <laughs> bed very early. What's yours? Um, so Give us a I just checked little insight. So yeah. on Sunday, because I forgot to wear my Fitbit last night. Oh, like <laughs> eleven. Um, Sunday, I went to bed at eleven thirty. Oh, that's good. Yep, yeah, and I woke up at seven thirty. That's good. That's yeah. eight hours. Yes, that's my wow. aim. I'm trying to get into a routine. That's so impressive. A healthy sleep. Proud plan. of you. Thank wow. you. Thank impressive you. stuff. Yes. And I read before bed now, even though it doesn't go in. Do you? So you don't look at screens? Yeah, I'm trying to create healthy habits for this year. You're on a real health kick, Jake, aren't you? I am, yes. I woke up at six today and went boxing at eight. So, yeah. Oh, my wow. God. Absolutely oh. hated boxing when I was there, but afterwards it felt good. Why did you hate it? <laughs> oh, it's just it's just so hard. It's, it's like a boxer size class. It's not like real boxing. So oh, my God. Don't worry. I'm not going to be a boxer. I can't be a boxer. Um, oh. But yeah, it's just physically draining. But I yeah. feel great now for it. And it's what, four o'clock nearly? Yeah. Are you still doing your um, cold showers? My cold showers as well. Yep. I did a little, I tried it this morning. How was it? It was like, I was, I, I did, as I was turning it to cold, in my head, I was going, oh, I'm going to come in and tell you guys about it and be like, oh, this was the worst ever. Mm-hmm. And then... I came, I did it and I was like, oh, this is much less bad than I thought it would be. It's actually kind of like... It just resets you, it's nice. Yeah, you I, can. it's kind of fine. I have to ask a question. Do yeah, you like start warmer and then work your way down? Because I, I can't do like cold from the beginning. Yeah, so yeah. we... Well, Jake is the, the cold shower king here. Cold shower king. <laughs> That's what they call me. 
Jake does, well, you can tell it. So yeah, I basically go in the shower, have like a warm shower. And then my last two minutes of my shower is like cold, like zero. Oh. So then I put my head under, like just, yeah, it's great. So I good. only did about 10 seconds. This was my first time doing it. But half it was because it was my first time doing it. And half it was because I was very late to leave the house. And I was going to miss my train if I stayed in the shower any longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in classic ADHD stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'll give it a go. Yeah. yeah no, I did, yeah, Apparently it's, really it's very nice. good for you. Jake's on like a whole health kick. I am. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had some news. So I need to be a healthier. So. But he's doing very well at it. Yeah. I haven't drank in like three and a half weeks. So Yeah. yeah. You look hydrated to me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Aye. 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 Um, do you want to, do, do you, uh, we're nearing our end. Do you have any questions for us? And then we maybe can do a niche ADHD symptom of the week. Of the podcast. We're near to the end of the podcast. Yeah. You said like near the end, like we're going to go <laughs> after this. <laughs> Where? What? No, that was a joke. Anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you have any questions for us? Well, do you have any specific I've things? Never been in a room with so many people that I know of with ADHD before. So, like, Woo! this is a first for me. Um, so, I guess Welcome. my <laughs> my my main question I've got is, what would you recommend to someone like me mm-hmm. that's just had a diagnosis at the beginning of their journey and like wondering what to do next um i would say make like keep communi- keep finding other people with adhd because um i've i've found it really helpful like even with things like when i started taking my medication i wasn't sure what what it was meant to feel like and I went into the doctor and they were like, oh, how are you doing on it? And I was like, I don't know, because I don't know what it's meant to be doing or not doing or whatever. And like, I found it really helpful, like talking to other people about every experience to like work out what even is ADHD and what isn't. And like what I need to not beat myself up for and also like hacks of how to deal with certain things and all of those things. So that's my main advice. And also like, it's not, it's not the end. Like, you'll still have ups and downs with it. It's still like a journey. It's not like, that's it now. Everything's going to be perfect forever. So, like, if you s- start to struggle with certain things, don't get upset by it, or, like, as much as you can. Yeah. Know that it's going to be a journey still. Good Do you have you. any advice, Jake? Just carry on being your awesome self. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. 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 There we are. Um, so, yeah, we come to the end of the podcast and the show today. I have been Jake Clements. I've been Michaela McKenzie. And we've had today... Harry Sassoon. And Daisy, who we lost and halfway Daisy. through. But she made a wonderful little um, entrance so, yeah, us at the start. She has. Uh, don't forget to rate uh, six stars on... Any, seven stars. Seven eight stars, stars. On any uh, podcast platform. Thank you for Bloom Zoo Radio for facilitating this pod and show. Uh, Have a great day. Bye.